Fathom invites you to The Audit. It's the future, and our hero is happy in her work. She has a good apartment and a full life. Yesterday, everything was going great, but today, everything's different. Over time, she learned to love the routine, to rely on it. She even liked the district-mandated uniform. Corporate oversight could be a comfort, was something she told herself. After nearly a decade of work, she had begun to look forward to the monthly review. Most months, the board was complimentary of her performance. The brief jubilation she felt from these efficacious comments was rarely matched. She did not like admitting it but these positive reviews were the happiest times in her life. In her 10 years as an auditor, she had risen to the top of every list in the district. Efficiency, accuracy, and completion percentage. Along the way, any ambition for a family or deeply felt friend group had faded away. Relationships were encouraged, but not mandatory, though as an auditor, She knew how heavily strong partnerships weighed in a review. No matter. She was happy in her work. The studio apartment was gifted to her only one year into her employment. An earnest gesture of good faith, said the voice message from the company. It was not a human voice, rather an approximation of a human voice via the district-approved AI functionality. The voice used to bother her. Not anymore. She lived in District 97. When you lived in a district, you called that district the district. Here in District 97, the year was 2198. In other districts, it was 2197. In others still, it was 2199. Consensus on most things split in the decades since the migration. She was a child when it happened. There was no reliable account of anything. She didn't bother with the past. There was nothing good there. Those she knew in the district, she liked well enough. There was no requirement to work in District 97, though, like strong partnerships, it was encouraged. Another plus mark for any audit review. Most respected auditors, some did not. Some would bow to her when she was in public. She hated that. Her first appointment of the day was close to home. The subject's name was Evan Stander, a young man similarly unattached. She did her best to ignore any feelings of melancholy for Mr. Stander. It was quite clear from the outset he would not pass review. Though, it was best not to think of these things. He opened the door for her, clearly unhappy about it. They sat in his modest living room, sparsely furnished, monochromatic. The desperation hung in the room like a stench. She had gotten used to it over the years. Today, it hung heavier than before for some reason. Are you ready? She asked. Let's get it over with. All right then, name? Evan Raymond Stander. Age, 36. Occupation? I was, well, uh, I was in IT, but I'm currently unemployed. Ethnicity? Caucasian, mostly. What else? Cambodian, on my mother's side. She said, at least. 
Uh, my father. I didn't really know him. Thank you. Can I ask you a question? It's unorthodox. Do you like what you do, Mr. Stander? I'm curious, that's all. I'm nervous. It's my job. Pretty morbid. I like my job. Look, I know I'm doomed. We don't have to go through all of it. I'm afraid we do, Mr. Stander. I do apologize for the inconvenience. May I ask you one more question? I don't think that's appropriate. Please, where are you from? I'm from here. No, I mean before. Before what? Don't play dumb. Mr. Standard, that's enough. You're old enough, is my point. I know you're older than me. You were there for the migration. Just please tell me what it was like before this. Before you people take me out back and execute me. The next few minutes barely happened. In an instant, she was back in her vehicle. She heard him whimpering only just barely as the car door shut. She got home, a bit shook and slightly stunned. These confrontations were common enough, but Mr. Stander was different. It was that word, execute. It was the way he said it and the way she heard it. It wasn't a lie, of course. It wasn't new information. But that word, so matter-of-fact, so absolute, it felt unrecoverable once it was spoken. She canceled her appointments for the rest of the day, claiming an illness. She let herself nod off on the couch, failing to submit Mr. Stander's report. By the time she woke up, there was a letter waiting for her. It was an invitation. She was to be audited. She stared at the single sheet of paper for a long, long time. The stamped letterhead was an ominous branding, official and definitive. She considered her case. Single, middle-aged, employed. It was a tenuous review at best. The audit was scheduled for 9 a.m. the next day. She knew she wouldn't sleep. This would be the final review. She knew she was most likely going to die. So many good years gone. Unless... The audit was read by Connor O'Donnell and written by Dan Mecca. Fathom was created by Dan Mecca, Connor O'Donnell, and Nick Roviza.